Welcome to Ag Credit Set It. In each episode, our hosts sit down with experts from all parts of the agriculture industry to bring you insights and must-have information on all things from farming to finances and everything in between. Welcome to season three of Ag Credit Senate. I'm Libby Wickstead here again with Matt Adams. Libby, nice to be doing this with you again. Excited for season three and a lot of great content that we have coming uh, to the listeners' way. Yes, and it is Cooperative Month. So Ag Credit prides itself on being the premier cooperative who returns profits to its members. And we are excited to introduce to you, our listeners, our two new board mem- members, Terry McClure and Stephen Reinhardt. Welcome. Good to be here. Good to be here. We are excited, like I said, to have you guys here. Would each of you um, tell us about yourself, your farm operation, what boards you guys have been on in the past? And Terry, we'll start with you. Yeah, we uh, we farm in uh, southeastern Paulding County. I'm the fifth generation farmer on both sides. And uh, I farm uh, with my son, Ryan, who will be our sixth generation, him and his family. And uh, I tell people on my best day, we strap in uh, generation number seven beside us in a tractor and a combine, and we just have all kinds of fun. So, yeah, yeah, life's really good. We've been uh, very fortunate. We're a uh, uh, primarily a grain farm, corn, beans, and wheat. Uh, but um, uh, my, my son had an interest in uh, in livestock. So uh, back quite a few years ago now, we, we got into contract uh, hogs, and so we work with uh, – Cooper Farms to, to raise uh, wean to finish uh, pork, and then uh, Ryan also has a has a beef operation that's a part of our farm. Wow, you guys are very, very diverse in your operation then. It keeps us busy. Uh, we handle all, all of our own grain. We truck all of our own grain. We always tell everybody as soon as we crawl out of the combine, we all turn into truck drivers <laughs> and spend right. the winter on the road. So, uh, yeah, listening to podcasts, by the way, it, well, that's it, exciting. It, it, it makes our day go fast. Yes. All right, Steve. Well, the same question to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and the farm operation. Any other boards that you've been on? Sure. So, uh, farm with my brother, Tim, and uh, he also works off the farm at uh, Central Ohio Farmers Co-op. And uh, so at, at the farm, we um, have kind of a diversified, you know, grain operation, uh, soybeans, corn, wheat, malting barley still, and uh, some hay. And then uh, we also have a seed dealership, and we do uh, sell some chemicals and, and fertilizer then as well. So uh, kind of, a, you know, different operation. We don't have any. Uh, livestock really to to which is a good thing to be in right now with uh, some of the livestock prices and stuff the way they've been mm-hmm. but um, that uh, keeps us pretty busy and and then uh, trying to keep uh, you know everything up to date with uh, uh, technology and stuff that's out there is uh, uh, pretty interesting as well and so I think I Terry and I first met when we served on the Ohio Soybean Council there together and and then uh, I currently serve on the United Soybean Board as well as uh, the vice chairman of that board. So Okay, great. You know, it's one thing, Libby, I've noticed um, from a lot of our uh, interviewees that we've had on here, when we talk about diversification in agriculture, you know, it's not just, that's, that's the name of the game now. We're not, it's not just a grain farm. It's not just a livestock farm. We have seed dealerships, um, specialty crops, um, it's just really interesting to see where agriculture is headed, where it's just such a diverse 
system. The, you, when the, the outside consumer thinks of agriculture, they think of the, I've said it before, the man with a pitchfork out in front of his farmhouse <laughs> yes. with half a dozen hogs and, you know, the back 40 behind them. It's, it's just so different. I think just listening to this and the diversification and the more we can promote that to listeners out there just showing truly what agriculture is and I think it's bringing keeping it generational like Terry you know bringing family members back onto the farm and keeping those generations going Terry were you have you been on any other boards other than the soybean board Uh, I'm a bit of a cereal board member (laughs) (laughs) actually started with the local farm bureau board and then became uh, went went to the state board for a while was on the national farm bureau board uh, certainly the soybean checkoff board is on the corn, corn growers, wheat growers. Uh, a unique one might be TNC. I, I sat on the Nature Conservancy board for, uh, for nine years and then um, sat on the Nationwide Mutual board for, for 18 years. So, um, And there's a few other along the way that don't need mention, but a bit of a serial board member, so you know, can't say no. So you are a very experienced board member. We can say that. <laughs> Well, guys, you know, uh, you know, one of our next questions here, and you both being members of our association, our cooperative, and seeing the the traits and the good things that we've done as association, what was your attraction to run uh, for a board member position with Ag Credit? And Terry, I guess whoever wants to go first, Terry, will go with you first. Kind of what 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 uh, what sparked your interest? Well, they've been such a partner. Uh, on our farm. I mean, uh, ag credit, uh, just, we literally sit down. There's, there's times I call, I call my ag credit representative before I talk about this to a family member. And that's the sign of a true partner. And quite frankly, uh, I felt like I wanted to be a part of that. And I, uh, if give back is the right word, uh, give back a little bit for everything that they've done to help us build our farm and make it what it is today. Truly, that's one thing I think we strive as account officers and the whole ag credit team is, you know, I never want to people to say, oh, well, here's my account officer. Here's my lender. No, here's, I want want to be known as a team member. I want to be that tool in the toolbox for that member and the sounding board, the, you know, sit down at the kitchen table and go over stuff. You know, that's, that's what we're relationship lenders. I don't think we can always stress that enough that, you know, we're here in the good times, the bad times, and we truly want to be part of your operation. We're not just uh, sign here and we'll move you down the list. That's just not how we operate at Ag Credit. Well, Steve, I kind of want to get your take too. And I think it might be a little interesting, you know, you're a, you know, with uh, you and a sibling uh, on the operation is how's that kind of grown with the, uh, Ag credit, and then what kind of sparked your interest to want to be uh, part of our leadership board? Yeah, I think that uh, one of the things that uh, it's always interesting working with somebody else uh, because you're half the operation, so you have to make sure that you can get the other one on board to, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. to be, uh, you know, so everything's kind of gone in the, in the same direction, and and you're not trying to go two opposite uh, ways, and so that always brings a little bit of a challenge and. Um, but I think that uh, the one thing that uh, you look around at a lot of our board members, they've been active, you know, kind of in the community, and you want to help build that that community, and and that's what uh, we kind of look at Ag Credit is doing too, is you know, investing in that rural community, and and we're losing uh, 
maybe some emphasis on some of our other financial, you know, institutions and their ability to do that. And, right. And so I think that's one place where ag credits really made a, a fit and, and kind of made a difference. And, and uh, with some of the things we've done in the past, we just want to continue to be that kind of community, you know, involved, you know, mindset. So. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, with that community mindset, that's what makes, uh, you know, us being a cooperative um, so important. And so why do you guys want to be part of a cooperative like Ag Credit? Why is that so important? Yeah, what, what makes, a, I guess, what makes a cooperative good in your minds? Why, why would anybody want to be a part of a cooperative, right? You got to share stuff with people. That's, that's, that's not fun, right? <laughs> well, it's only reason for existence is to serve its member. It exists for no other, it, it, and it just gets to be that basic. So, and I, I, I especially have always appreciated Ag Credit. It is 100% about the members. I mean, I can, I can find cooperatives that get close to doing what Ag Credit does. I've never seen a, a, a cooperative that does it quite to the, to the extent. And I just think that says it all because uh, they're, they're in your corner and uh, they're, they're there to provide that lending service that you need, but also they're that person that sits at the table and, uh, and actually has a lot of industry knowledge that they can bring to you that they're picking up along the way because they're, they get to be a bit of a sounding board and an advisor. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one thing our listeners might know on our home operation, I mean, Terry and our farms, our, we're stones throw away <laughs> yeah. from each other. It's, it's just great having not only the representation in our area, but having that knowledge and just the sounding board with neighbors that are all, we're all part of the same, same culture, the same, that same vision going forward. I think that's just something that's, you know, probably lost in today on a lot of things, but so Steve, um, you know, what, what do you think of cooperatives? Give us, give us your, your take on it, I guess. Yeah, I think that uh, so as we talk about Ag Credit here as our our cooperative partner, I think one of the nice things is that uh, you talked about how close you and Terry are uh, to each other, and uh, that's the same way with my lender. You know, they're within five miles of where we live and where we operate, and as well as most of the rest of the people in the office, and mm-hmm. and so that makes it uh, good because they are going to pick up on those trends faster that are happening in your community, and they're going to be a little bit more. Uh, knowledgeable on how to make maybe make those adjustments and and what you know this is what we're seeing that they're a little more close you know they're closer to our operation they can say hey you know are you 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 know seeing these these things happen too and and maybe it's time that we need to adjust you know something going forward so that we don't get in a position where um, maybe we're paying more for an interest rate like uh, a few years ago we had the opportunity to roll some down and and they were making those calls and and having us do that, and and uh, maybe some of the people that were a little bit more removed, um, you know, weren't doing, you know, those things, and and aren't as in touch with maybe what's going on in the community. So, yeah, no, that's I think that's the most exciting phone call you can make to a customer and say we can lower your rate, <laughs> you know, and uh, that, that's that's always a fun fun conversation. And, and you know, they, they they touch on you know, the, the close-knit and, and community. In a cooperative, especially like ours, we talk, you know, um, your local uh, members being close to your operations. You know, we see each other at church. We see each other at the farm store, at, at the local diner. It's, it's just that, that, 
that common bond and, and strength and knowing that we're what we're all doing on that same page. And that's that's just something that one thing I think we talk about cooperatives and especially cooperative month, what makes that cooperative strong? It's members. That's Absolutely. that's from day from the first thing. It's it's members that make make us strong and make us stronger and it's we're we're here to here to serve. So well, guys, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be right back with, uh, with Terry and Steve on Ag Credit Set It. If the standard cookie-cutter house layout doesn't fit your family's needs, a Barnuminium may be for you. Whether you want to add recreational space or a work area for your business, take advantage of Ag Credit's Barnuminium financing program to build the unique living space you're dreaming of. Contact your local Ag Credit office to get in touch with a mortgage loan originator to learn more. All right, guys, and we're back on Ag Credit Set It. So, uh, Terry, Steve, got the got the next question here, and uh, yeah, I think it's it it can be a lot of parts of this. You know, we talk about cooperative. One thing that we, as a member of the farm credit system, have always done for our members is payback patronage. Kind of give me your guys' mind on what patronage means to our members and to the association. Well, I think uh, Terry brought it up earlier that, you know, we're the member, you know, users, so we're kind of the owner of the, the cooperative. And and I think that that uh, keeps in mind that everybody wants to make sure that they're, um, I guess, doing their part to be that good member. And, uh, and in turn, you know, when those uh, profits do come back, to the co-op, then they get shared throughout the the membership, and and that's a way that I think continue. Also, you know, we keep those um, that revenue source really can mm-hmm. be a revenue source, may not be, but it can be a revenue source uh, in the community, and it's one another way that we can continue to build our community. And uh, sometimes, if we're looking at using a, a you know multi-state bank or something, that's not the case, and and right. those, you know dollars may go someplace else. Yeah, where, you know, I'd have to defer to our marketing side on this, but, you know, I know um, historically we have always um, put a lot of funds back into community projects through the whole uh, association. So, I mean, that's, you're exactly right. That's one thing. You look at a true cooperative giving back to its members, but giving back to our area. Now, Steve's right. Uh, the, The patronage is such an important piece. And I mean, it's the basic structural difference between a, uh, a cooperative and an investor owned uh, facility of any type is where does the profits go? Mm-hmm. And um, the profits get returned. Uh, there's a 12 month lag, whatever, because we have to make sure we made that money. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's also a bit of a reserving uh, mechanism if things really go wrong. And there's a who knows, we have black swan events in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. and But we want our cooperative to be able to go on. So it's happened for a lot of years, and we do kind of get to expect it. But we also understand that in that rare, rare event that something could happen, that's the reserve that could keep our cooperative on, on good financial stead. Oh, yeah. And I know you guys uh, being on our board of directors, that is one of the tasks that uh, gets presented to you guys yearly is, you know, looking at us as an association, where we're sitting, you know, how much to give back to our members and still keep, like you said, that reserve, keep, make sure the association stays strong that way through the good times, bad times, we're here for our members. 
Yeah, that bulletproof balance sheet that uh, that every operation needs mm-hmm. is no different. You want your ag credit to be strong no matter what. You want it to be able to be there through thick and thin and good times and bad times. Yeah, and that was one of the comments that came up at our board meeting this week is at a historical level, kind of in agriculture where the wind's kind of been at our back and we've been able to make some, some mm-hmm. uh, you know, decent incomes over the last uh, several years. But, you know, we're sitting around the table today thinking, what is that black swan? What could be that thing coming that, that doesn't allow that, you know, profitability right. to be there? And yeah. And, what's, uh, what's the, what's the next event on the horizon that's going to fluctuate, uh, you know, our, our commodity prices and, you know, we know our, the, our, the big topic the last two years has been our interest rates and, you know, um, what the, the country's going through is no different than what fluctuates down to basically us end users in agriculture to, uh, to I guess, mitigate the, the storm. And, but there again, that's where I always go back to, you know, working with your account officer and the farm credit system and ag credit, especially, you know, we hope that we can make the best help you make the best decision for that, for the operation to weather those storms. So, you know, we can, when they're, when it's time to, you know, kind of sit on our, sit on our hands a little bit and write it. And then when the opportunity is there to expand and, you know, grab that by the horns, it's, you know, we're, we're ready for that opportunity. Yep. And we want to be able to be here, your Leonard for today and tomorrow. And that's why, Another benefit, I think, from being a cooperative is um, having our um, being governed by a board, which you guys are the two newest board members, um, and you guys are obviously also farmers. So can you share with our listeners, you know, what that benefit is to our membership, having our board ran by farmers? Give us, and give us, us the governed. inside scoop. What's, what's, what's the details here? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's boots on the ground. I mean, uh, uh, we we do have two outside directors that bring great industry and regulatory knowledge to us. Everybody else rides a tractor. And uh, so it, it, it's really a boots-on-the-ground aspect. So we not only get to, uh, to talk about some of the issues of the day, but a little bit of advice back to management of what's going on on the farm and what's important and maybe where we need the focus to be over the, the next few years. And so I, I don't think there's um, any way you can replicate that experience of the actual, lin, uh, the actual borrower sitting at a table with the management of the lender on a daily basis and talking about the issues of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that Terry, Terry summed that up really good. And as he sat around the boardroom, you can see the different aspects of agriculture kind of involved uh, on the board, and then as we sit here and discuss this with with you, uh, you know, you're also working for Ag Credit, but involved in the farm, you know, mm-hmm. actively. And uh, so I think it really, like Terry said, boots on the ground. I think from all aspects, we have firsthand knowledge of what's going on in the industry and maybe where those trends are going to uh, begin and and or maybe end, and and how can we address those going forward? It's just getting that pulse. Pulse of what's going on to our leadership team and and I just, you know I just there's that is just to me is the neatest thing of our company is just being we are ran by farmers and most of our account officers farm as well and so we do have such a great mm-hmm. pulse of what's going on in our community and in the industry like you guys had said well and I, I think it's one thing to always uh, 
reiterate too, and I'm sure both you have dealt with other lenders in the past besides us that, you know, one thing I can say about it is, um, you know, uh, other lenders will jump in and out of ag. When the times are good, they're in hot and heavy. When it's not so good, that's, that's the, and to their mind, it's not a profitable aspect to be in. We have one business in ag, in ag credit and the farm credit system, and it is it is ag. That's through the good times, bad times. We're we're in it one hundred and ten percent all the time. So I think that's just one thing to to re- always when you because there's and even when I became part of the uh, ag credit and the farm credit system, Amy also became a a member um, with them. It's there's there's some points out there against the farm credit system that you know they say well they're a cooperative. You know, patronage is never a guaranteed thing. And it's exactly right. It's, it all depends on the profitability association. Uh, you know, your your uh, your commercial lender is going to say, well, you know, they, they, they're a little different than us. And, you know, and we can do this and that different. We're owned by our members. We're farmers ourselves. It, we're, we're ag 100, 110%. I think that's, that's just one thing that there may be points out there that they want to be against us, but... We, we were put in place for a reason. That is to provide credit to rural America and the farmers. And we continue this day just to, to keep building that. And just look at how we've, I mean, as an association, we've grown. But even your guys' operations has, you know, I'm sure, I'm hoping we've had the part in hoping in helping go for that, the you know, the next generation, hopefully sustain them for the generation after that. Yeah, I think that's been a big, uh, big part of uh ag credit history is, you know, you have multi-generational family farms out there that are, you know, have all three entities, you know, may have a a loan Mm -hmm. uh, with ag credit in some sort of of a way. And we have diversified the ag credit uh, portfolio and that they can help, you know, with that home purchase, you know, for that Mm -hmm. first beginning farmer as well and and their family. And uh, you may have the a more senior family member, you know, control the the land, uh, you know, portion of the business, and then maybe they have some shared agreement with machinery or livestock buildings or whatever, and and so it does work out, you know, very nice for that. That well, and it's just exactly what you said, you know, diversification. As Ag Credit Association, we diversified on the uh, the home side, and you know, how many times we get that next generation where you have a son, grandson. You know, maybe not ready to buy his first farm yet, but uh, you know, is renting some ground or something. And hey, I'm I need a truck loan. You know, it's just, it's just getting them started, getting that getting that foot in the door, and building that relationship from from day one. And and Terry, I guess you know, I know from uh, having uh, knowing your son and your family very well. You know, how did was that a hard transition to bring your son into? working with your with the lender on on that side of things no but i do think uh, our structures are changing on the farm and i do think it matters you know there was a time my dad and grandpa and myself farmed together but we had separate operations mm-hmm. even though we worked ground together and planted together we all had our separate operations now we bring them together under an llc or an s corp and those are designed to go forward and it's interesting. I get this a lot, a little bit more from the general public, but it's like our farms keep growing. They get because ag consolidation's real, mm-hmm. and yes. and our farms uh, keep getting bigger. And then I, I remind them, but there's four families uh, <laughs> uh-huh. under that umbrella. So yes, they are, but no, they're not. It still takes about the same amount of labor to to 
to do the work here. So, yeah, I, and, and the transition to that next generation on uh, management and how you turn that over. I mean, we always joke when they when they uh, pry the cold fingers off the steering wheel of the combine, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, but And that's a little bit true, but, uh, yeah, I think that's that's always an interesting part and ag credit is there and that's that relationship sitting around the table all the people that are are at that table they're had they hear the conversation then pretty soon it's like they're having the conversation right. and yeah. you're doing the listening and that's just when it's cool yeah and that complex i feel like the farms are just getting more complex because it's for families or it's generational and that's where, you know, again, we're, we're all living that too. And, um, you know, so we, it's just, it's neat to, I've been in so many conversations here lately with my clients that, um, I'm in the same situation with the succession planning with, you know, my family. And, and I don't know, I feel like this past year was a year for succession planning. <laughs> and, um, so many people have done that, but just having that, having that knowledge and be able to walk them through has been, um, really exciting because the next generation is excited to come in and start. Um, with that, what is one piece of advice that you guys would share with young and beginning farmers? You got two sitting right here. <laughs> we'll take all your knowledge we can take. Well, I think, uh, you know, you're, you're doing it. You're, you're farming, but then you have another, another job there too, to help, uh, you know, maybe things make things work until a transition can happen. Mm -hmm. To where you you can afford to farm without uh, uh, having to have that other job, so don't be afraid to you know to to do some work and and that. I think one of the biggest thing is uh, to just to tell the younger people to get involved because no matter what you get involved with, or whether it be a commodity board or some other group, usually when you get that uh, set of you know farmers together. Um, there's just a lot of talk that you learn a lot of different things. And, oh yeah. And uh, to know how Terry farms, uh, his ground is different than mine. And I visited his farm and, and just to know how they do things and, you know, whether or not we can bring some of those things back, you know, our way or not. Uh, and one of the other groups I'm with, I mean, we're bringing people from all over the Midwest and it's really interesting to sit down to the guy that's farming well, the guy in Texas is done with his corn harvest. Uh, so, and then you got the guys that are raising peanuts and cotton and, mm -hmm. you know, it's just totally different. And, but I learned something every oh, time yeah. I go to those meetings and, and it, it makes the, the trip worth, worth going to. Yeah. I, if, if I had any advice and it's probably what I usually give, it's just don't say no very often. It's amazing what you, you look back and the decisions you made, the you sat on mm -hmm. the decisions you made the boards you sat on your first inclination was always say i'm too busy that may not work that's too risky um, i've never done that before but you ended up saying yes and you look back and said i have no clue how we got all that done but we did <laughs> and it was fun and and we got through it and it worked out um i always remember board meetings and you're just saying oh my gosh we got so much to do mm -hmm. and that rain popped up at just the right time and there didn't even didn't even miss that tractor run so right. it's yeah. amazing how things kind of work out yeah. well, it's just like you guys said you know the relationships you've built and the knowledge you've gained from just different aspects of agriculture is just it's it's something you can't uh 
I see. You can't go by that. I mean, that's that's something that you just you, you just gain from being part of something. Well, we'd like to thank uh, Terry McClure and Steve Reinhardt for being guests on today's podcast. Uh, we hope that this gives uh, gives you some insight to the leadership here at Ag Credit and the bright future that we have ahead of us. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe to Ag Credit Seta on your favorite podcast app. And if there are any topics or feedback you'd like to share with us, uh, drop us a note at podcast at agcredit.net. And as always, reach out to your local Ag Credit office for all your rule lending needs. And we'll catch you next time on Ag Credit Set It. Thank you for listening to Ag Credit Set It. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave us a review to help others find the show. Let's talk ag in between episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Ag Credit. For more tips and resources, visit agcredit.net.